0: I, that was my next guess. I like the shirt. You're pulling Thank it you. off.
1: I get, I get compliments when I wear it, and I'm always like, aha, you've never been to Trader Joe's with me when I wear this shirt. Then it's an inconvenience.
0: <laughs> then you look like you work there.
1: Uh, right? It's like accidentally going to Target with a red shirt and khaki.
0: Cac- I'm drinking their organic wine mm. right now.
1: Rose, hey. Yeah,
0: I just... Ugh. I've been so good. I actually haven't been drinking for like the last good week. Good for you. Because the heat, well, the heat. Honestly, part of it is imperative. Like, because the heat, like, it hits you, and it's been like ninety one. It's eighty three right now Ugh. outside. It's like night, but it's been ninety one during the day in the heat, and that's really frustrating and hot. And yeah, I would so. not
1: care for that. I don't. I don't love. Heat. I
0: let. I like it for the most. I like it for the most part because there's wind and so it works, but, um, Dallas in comparison to like Houston, well, Houston's like muggy, but Austin is Mm -hmm. by the water. It's like by a lake. And so it's really nice as far as it goes. And I live by a lake, so that's nice, but I don't work by a lake, so that's not nice. That's, that's all I got. I'm just warm all the time and I'm wearing a tank top right now because it's May. It's it's really May right now, Dan. I gotta talk to
1: you about Please something. Please lay it on me.
0: I lo- I love. It's not about murder. I promise this time. So I've been watching all these movies and it's great and I love it. And I've watched recently Grace Randolph. Uh, thing where she was talking about the deaths and Infinity War and what will stick and what won't. And me and her were on the same page. I wrote down literally everything I thought before the uh, mm-hmm. the video started. And it was like verbatim what I was thinking. I was like, me and Grace Randolph should be best friends. Uh, anywho. Seeing all these things makes me feel very defeated as an artist because I write but I don't write as nearly as much as I would like. But I... I recently saw a movie. It's my recommendation to you for the week if you haven't seen it. See Tully.
1: See Tully. Got it.
0: Um, You already knew that I was going to tell you that. But it wasn't that this movie was earth shattering or anything, but I had a moment in it. There's a, a key, there's a plot element to it that I started thinking about. I'm like, that's what I would do. Like this is what I would do if I was the writer, and like this is how. And I mean, to compare myself to Diablo Cody is ridiculous because she, I feel like, is a very clever and uh, intelligent scriptwriter, which I am not. To the point I that when someone compare
1: a- myself to uh, all kinds of people, I have absolutely no right to. Like it's fine. I I call myself Oscar Wilde esque, so you know.
0: I mean the outfits yeah um I'm kidding I love your outfits seriously I'm, I'm not joking about it
1: I, uh, it's okay <laughs>
0: but it's to the point that when someone asked me to help them with the script I was kind of like antagonistic about it because I was like well I'm, I could but I'm not good at script writing so whatever um but yeah, so that that movie, though I'm I'm still sort of unsure how I felt about the film as a whole. I started feeling like, okay, my mind is in that game though now. My mind is there. And I think that is a key element to feeling like you're completing something or you're capable of something even. And mm-hmm. I I was and then it was also sort of looking back on The production company and everything and really the last two years two and a half years since like we started like really heavily discussing it and it's just become something beyond what i ever imagined and i thought it would be really really fun but it's something beyond that now like i'm I'm not saying it's not fun i feel like i'm just (laughs) like having to like i should have a giant retraction nothing i say is personal in this
1: I'm but, just in, interpreting an asterisk after like every sentence. It's like period you. asterisk, period Like asterisk. most
0: text messages from me, but those are spelling errors because my freaking predictive text hates me. I also like whenever I try and talk about our pod, it talks about our pot. So it sounds like we're just like, it, we have an intense grow operation either in <laughs> Texas or Montana.
1: When can you pot tonight? <clears throat>
0: I can pot all night long. I'm very flexible for the pot.
1: Let's Uh, do a 45-minute pot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You need to sleep tonight, so let's get that pot in you. Um, (laughs) That might have actually been about pot. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) All jokes are solid. Uh, We... I, I, felt, I felt like I actually was starting to accomplish things. And I was looking at things in a very different perspective after that film. Uh, just because I felt like I, that's where my brain was. My brain was into this idea of writing a script, of writing a story, of writing like a novel and things like that. And not just the idea of like, I'm a writer, but I don't really feel comfortable saying I'm a writer or anything like that. I'm a writer and like how a musician wants only certain colored M&Ms in their bowls. That's the kind of writer I am, because it's a writer. Um, But, yeah.
1: (laughs) That's solid punsmanship. Nice work. Thank you. Nice work. Thank you.
0: Keep it all in, Dan, or I will cut you. I have threatened murder on several people tonight. You know this.
1: I know. I'm not not the first death threat. I don't think I'll be the last before you go to bed.
0: Uh, I don't know. Your sister's not responding to my adorable birthday text. So yeah. So that made me feel like I was actually accomplishing something, which was very, it was weird. And it took me a while to get to that conclusion where it was like, oh, this is a positive thing because I am a defeatist in all things. And I was like, oh, I'm doing something right. Like I've made a choice that's right. That's great. And as I'm like getting closer and closer to my, my website that won't you know eventually air maybe in a month that ends with why uh i'm very excited about that but i was also thinking you made a really good comment today well it wasn't a comment you were just literally talking about something i could talk about i launched my other podcast that i've been talking about for like half a year it's there yes
1: yes you did it exists it's if there. You're, it's if you're up. listening to this, there's uh, another podcast featuring Adair called Gallant Me.
0: We both we have got two, two now. Dan has Dan has 20 minutes of banter. Well, no, you have two others besides this.
1: Oh, oh, I got gotcha. you. I see what God you're damn saying.
0: Damn it, dude. I'm trying to compliment you and you're just like, "Adair, three. three. I have three, three. podcasts. Excuse I'm going to I'm going to give you three me. and then I'm going to flip you off. I'm going to give you three and flip you off." Um, okay, calm ha-
1: down, Billy Eichner. Just, just <laughs> pump the brakes.
0: <laughs> it's totally always challenging too. He just—he comes into my bloodstream when I get sassy. Um, he, hes he's, uh, hes like a ghost, um, a specter. Uh, so you have twenty minutes of banter, you have slow claps and rewrites, and then you have the met generation. Which is hilarious. So, if you want to just listen to Dan talk about ridiculous things with his childhood best friend, which sometimes I find hilarious, and sometimes I'm like, I should not be listening to this in bed alone. I am uncomfortable. I am very uncomfortable, and I need to wrap myself in a blanket, but it's great. (laughs) I love it. I love you. You bring people on, it's great, it makes me happy. And so yeah so that's that's wonderful they they're over hundred episodes so if you haven't started listening listen now there's so many you've got to get on it or you're not gonna nothing's gonna make sense um, yeah
1: I mean there's so many characters there's so much continuity I mean we can't keep it straight so. like
0: you do characters here but it's nothing comparatively
1: the yeah. And there's like
0: so, and the the roundabout like ways the the wordplay you guys go on, and I'm just like, where are they gonna go with this? Like, how is this gonna end? Is it gonna end? Am I gonna die here listening to this podcast? (laughs) Is that gonna be in like the footnote of my of my
1: obituary?
0: obituary? (laughs) I was gonna say autobiography. I'm like that too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna write it. From the she grave. died
1: doing what she tolerated.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I wanted that to be on my gravestone so bad. That's the she most died
1: real... doing what she felt like she had to because other people put it on her.
0: She died doing something that she felt an obligation to. <laughs> that
1: exactly. Is...
0: That's almost every white woman though. Yeah,
1: I feel like that's almost every woman, period. They,
0: they make a, Well, they make a really great joke about it on Kimmy Schmidt by Matt Lauer where it's like it's amazing what a woman will do so she doesn't seem rude mm-hmm. um and then the meth generation if you like Star Trek listen or to don't. it if you honestly <laughs> if you don't like Star Trek listen to it it's I I I, I was definitely of the Picard like that, that generation of it, um, that, iter- <laughs>
1: that, 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 the next generation, the,
0: that, that next, I was gonna, it was a long joke, but it was going to get there. I'm complimenting you. It's, it's like
1: you. you're, you're simultaneously like tired and hopped up at the same time. It's like that you are ready exact- to jump in a truck.
0: I've been up since yeah. 5.30 in the morning. That's exactly what it is.
1: It's um, e- like you have the face of like someone who's ready to strap on an adult diaper and drive all night to confront your your boyfriend ex lover. Ex-lover. yeah. yeah, you, you could totally do that right now, Dude, or you I really could just do. fall asleep at you, in your chair right now. Guys, we're not reviewing anything in this episode if you came for <laughs> so a movie if you, review. If you came that for a totally review, was a false flag.
0: <laughs> no, we're just talking about writing. No, but I, I I do I do I am like a little bit it's this idea it's this whole I've been up since 530. I have a shit ton to do still I'm leaving town tomorrow. I'm gonna be visiting family all weekend. So that's that's how I how I am. this is this is my frequency right now. So if you like Star Trek if you don't like Star Trek, I only really got to deal with that next generation of Star Trek because I'm a brother but it's a delight one of my other co-hosts also does a guest uh, a guest hosting job there. But yeah, The Meth Generation, great. If you don't if you don't want to listen, at least follow on inst- on Instagram for meh or Twitter for either. Um they're great. I, I I highly recommend. So Dan has 3 podcasts. That was a long way of getting around. Dan has 3 podcasts. I also have 3 podcasts now, which makes us the heavy hitters of Secret Weapon Productions. High ten
1: boop that was very delayed yeah i can't i can't help my internet speed i apologize it's, it's for fine. nothing it's not
0: yours it's clark's you can apologize for knowing clark
1: i'm gonna edit that out because i never want to admit to being in clark's place
0: fair that is where our headquarters is though it is. Our, i feel like it's like our legion of doom like we should have a circular table and like we, and all of our chairs kind of come down from like the above level. And then Austin is always suggesting something that we're like, Austin, stop suggesting that none of us are going to do that. And Cameron is like overly optimistic. Yeah. What?
1: Yeah. I just have a question. So when you say chairs come down from the above level, are you referring to the ceiling as the above level? Or are you saying there's like fire you- fireman esque holes that the chairs descend down from from a top level where we have like our day? So evil I always table. assumed
0: you were recording from Clark's basement. Mm. Because Clark seems like a person that has a creepy basement that he invites people down to. So oh, I just,
1: absolutely! That's a hundred percent where I am. I'm just talking about the mechanics of the chairs coming up and down. I'm
0: saying like you get there. We have it's like a hydraulic system, and Thank there's you. like okay, yeah,
1: just theater of yeah. the mind, just trying to visualize it. I'm like, yeah. are the chairs so, on strings. But what's, what's
0: what happening? I what I like to imagine is as we're all coming down, we go in, in our like our regular clothes. And then we come down in whatever our diabolical costumes are.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, does that
0: make sense? So, yeah. like, all of a sudden, Clark is completely green. And we're like, Clark, why did you choose to be completely green? That seems like a lot of work. And he's like, no, it's just the hydraulics.
1: Yeah. Ugh. He's all greased up.
0: So, yeah, I also have two podcasts, and they're accomplished, and we're, like, doing things, and it's great. <laughs> and we're we're accomplishing things. Dan... How was everything going?
1: Uh,
0: I'm besides the editing you're gonna have to do on this podcast. Hazard.
1: I mean, yeah, that's gonna there's there's two hours of my life I'm never getting back. But <laughs> I'm really I think sorry. You don't have to be sorry. This <laughs> is a lot of fun. I think.
0: Uh, it's only been 17 minutes. That's what's hilarious about this.
1: And yet it feels like we've been like doing this for. <laughs> I mean, it,
0: we have been doing it for like a year and a half,
1: but. It's That's also true.
0: been seventeen minutes.
1: Well, I have a long, a long, you know, miles to go before I sleep. Quite frankly, to quote a poem, a creepy ass fucking poem in context. It but is creepy. Super fucking creepy. Miles to go. What's she doing all those miles? I have uh, accomplished. I, a couple things. I got two uh scripts written and sent in uh, for consideration and critique from a publisher for some comic book stuff. So big deal, big first step. Um, yeah. Woo. So that felt good. But I am I'm lagging behind on uh, another project where I have one script finished and the other one I'm still working on. And it's just got me thinking about – you know, the novel that I'm 100 pages into and then abandoned for a little while. And then the other novel that I'm 30 pages into and I abandoned. But isn't and that what we do with my, novels?
0: Right? We're writers, Isn't that what we do with our novels? Sometimes Pretty we get much. angry and throw them into a random fire.
1: Right? It's like, go raise yourself, novel. I want nothing to do with you. But it's just, it's it's interesting because the like the comic book thing, I had no one holding me accountable at all. And I just made myself do it. No outside influence, whatever. I was just like, oh, there's something I want to do. And now you had the I blood. have.
0: You, you wrote with the blood.
1: Oh, 100%. Just like sweat and tears and blood and probably a little urine. I don't know. Just bodily fluids in general. Definitely snot. There's definitely snot <laughs> is an integral well, part you're of in my Montana.
0: process. It's cold season.
1: It's more my allergies. Um, I haven't. Had any genetic testing done, but I'm pretty sure that I'm like twenty percent whatever's the most allergic people, like basically twenty percent albino. I don't know. Cause you should talk to so. the
0: guy who sits next to me at movies. Sometimes he's allergic to like everything.
1: Uh, I thought that Including was I thought that love. was a gypsy curse with him. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. But my 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 Achilles' heel used to be, you know not finishing things like everyone often has that problem. He said, making words with his mouth, but you know, I'm, we got this company going um, and I've got people in my life like yourself who hold me accountable for things. And it's weird how recently I've had projects where I didn't rely on any of that and did great. And now I've, I'm, I don't know. It's just like the same, the same old, same old isn't quite, do it anymore you know what I mean it's like some projects just feel like a boulder and others you know feel like a trip to the grocery store like some are chores you don't chores. want to feel like
0: Sisyphus every day
1: I know I'm just I'm so big on Sisyphus I just love Sisyphus you know we've made no
0: you love syphilis that's
1: no I live with syphilis that's
0: oh okay sorry my bad <sighs> Well, I mean, but the thing is that whole Boulder grocery store thing. There's actually a really good quote that. May May I stop for a second just to tell you this quote? I Oh my God, please. Um, So Andrew Sean Greer once said, "You write what you are compelled to," and I feel like there's no greater truth than that. It even if you've started a novel, if a poem comes to you, write it. If a script comes to you, write it. If a different novel comes to you, write it. Write with, like, the blood, as you say. As I say. As Mozart in the Jungle says.
1: Which I feel like that show is really poorly advertised because I was looking forward to, like, a Man vs. Wild featuring classical composers, and that is not what that show is at all.
0: I really love that show. I watched it in, like, a week and a half.
1: So, are you excited for when it comes back for more? Oh.
0: It ended actually very well. Oh, good. So, like, the last season ended really well. And so I'm totally fine with it ending that way. Like, it makes sense. And also, a character from Difficult People was in it for, like, the last season, at least.
1: Hmm. I. Wait, Well,
0: no, sorry, an actor from Difficult People, you know. what? But he basically I, I plays the meant. exact same character, like slightly less annoying. Uh, so, yeah, so the guy, John, he plays Jonathan in Difficult People, and he plays like sort of like a less exacerbated character in Mozart in the Jungle. And I like when that happens where you've got like someone who you're like, oh, you're familiar and you're slightly less annoying. And that's great. Cool. So that made me happy. But yeah, no, the show was like done. It was a good it was a good run though. I'm glad I got into it and then like binge watched it while all the seasons were available. My life is hard.
1: I don't know. Is it?
0: Hmm. Eh. More than some, less than others.
1: It's like you know, not upper east high rise with a 9 digit bank account, but it's also not you know, sub-Saharan Africa.
0: Literally, so. my, my my I was gonna do a Black Panther reference, and I was like, I'm no t- T'Challa, but I definitely didn't live like Killmonger.
1: I get that. That speaks to my experience. I
0: know, I know you get it. <laughs> I get highs and lows, like everyone else. Um, I'm just, I'm just a person. But yeah, so. <laughs>
1: You are on one tonight. I love this. I wish we were live. I wish that we had like an AM radio station that we were playing this. I'm,
0: on. I'm like worried that I'm you, you I'm really being annoying and this no is I'm too, like, like I like I,
1: I don't want you to interpret my enthusiasm as like placating to you. I'm genuinely I'm enjoying this. I am as serious as my right shirt. Now. like not serious at all. How goddamn dare you? This is my business shirt.
0: I goddamn a dare you.
1: Oh, that'd be a good challenge podcast. I, I, I double-dog I double a dare you. Double-dog a dare you.
0: I should start that on Gallantly Streaming. We have bits. We can continue with this.
1: Add the bits. The bits. The bits.
0: I mean, our bit is already we record podcasts in a car.
1: Which is with great.
0: excellent acoustics. Mm-hmm. I actually, I had a moment where I was messing around with my mic before I, I called you, and I was like, how do I get this to fiat level? <laughs> so, Dan, I'm really excited for all the things you're coming out with. Did you get my email with your script notes? Because you never commented on it, so I'm a little oh, afraid no, you didn't I, get them.
1: I absolutely did not, but um, okay. don't even worry about it because... um. I'd rather you help me with the other one anyways, but I'll try and find it if you want to resend it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm happy to do that. Or if you want me to do something else, because I was like, Dan normally is like really like, Hey, thanks. Or like just got the email even. And I was just like, he never responded about that, but I've been having that difficulty with sending emails. So I'm a little concerned.
1: Huh? Well, um, yeah.
0: Or is this an elaborate ruse?
1: You cut out so I didn't hear what you said but judging said, by or, the look of
0: I said or is this an elaborate ruse I'm just never doing anything and just blaming my internet I actually No actually, actually Gmail.
1: you your your comments were so cutting that I'm just that I just like blocked it out like nope <laughs> like, never read any I'm of like, that you're like, It's you're fine kidding. it's fine This is a little stress hemorrhage <laughs> in to my be brain fair, it's, my, it's my notes it's are fine. like
0: hey this part didn't make sense to me or did you mean this word or this this might make more sense. That's like literally all I have to say.
1: That's are funnier that's typical. than
0: me. And that's what I have to deal with. This is the cross I bear.
1: Crom- ca- cromedy? Wow. Cromedy is not <laughs> math. And neither is comedy. Um there is I don't no funnier what the fuck or
0: less. What is? Is it like a crime comedy?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like um The Onion's podcast A Very Deadly Murder. That's a crime comedy. A comedy. Okay. It's like a Damn. cronut, but not terrible.
0: What could you be doing to make you feel like you're accomplishing more as a writer right now?
1: More consistently dedicated time. Because I, I had a really good run where I wrote every single day, regardless mm-hmm. of how I felt or what was going on, even if it was for 10 minutes. Um, and I just, I fell off the bandwagon with that the bandwagon how's about just the wagon you don't fall off the bandwagon you fall off the wagon come on you get,
0: you get on the bandwagon i think
1: yes no one falls off off that. Off. i
0: think it's pretty well like secured it's getting I mean, on I've, it that's the difficulty
1: i've fallen off the bandwagon for the marvel cinematic universe oh, take have you? that
0: oh, the have majority
1: you? of humans on earth
0: oh have you i don't think you have as much as you're dedicated to DC, I think you will be there for every film.
1: Uh, probably, but, you know. There's so still, like, we'll, I mean, like, I did We'll see, see how
0: Ant-Man and Wasp goes.
1: Like, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. No, I did see that one in theaters. But Ant-Man and Doctor Strange, I didn't see those in theaters.
0: Um... I don't remember how I saw them. I know I saw them in theaters. I just don't remember what state I was in. I could have been drunk and just like stumbled into a theater for all I know. I was in Seattle. Sounds, Who knows?
1: Sounds like Alamo Draft House to me. <laughs> Drunks only showings. That would be great.
0: That <laughs> oh, reminds me of the time I fainted. Well, I was That's just drunk. one of those
1: things. I, well, I mean, I was hoping we could just leave that open-ended and vague.
0: <laughs> I wasn't drunk. Just fainted it out on the draft test. Which I think is sadder. Probably. Which sadder is a thing. Funner isn't. And I'm really fucking tired of people saying funner. That's gonna be my goal. I will feel like a I will feel like a real writer when people stop saying funner.
1: Well, you are a writer. There's no this real writer bullshit, like we're both wow. writers, Adair. God damn it, we're writers.
0: I was feeling like a dedicated writer when people stop saying footer all the time. Now, I...
1: That's a really weird benchmark.
0: <laughs> you know what?
1: I'm going to change everyone's That's vocabulary. Like... You, you know what's going to happen? I will be a writer? I'm,
0: I'm, rewriting, I'm rewriting my tombstone. She She had a weird benchmark for for vocabulary. I feel like... I've accomplished things this year. Of course, it's not exactly what I wanted, but what in the world is? I'm nearly 30. I need to stop setting unrealistic expectations for myself. But I am a writer.
1: How how near to 30 are you? Like, is 30 30 creeping up behind you and going to strangle you?
0: I think 30 is like... So, let's say I'm in a horror movie.
1: Yes. And let's. we've
0: all gotten to the cabin and one of our friends has gotten murdered. But then randomly we brought a dog and the dog ran away. I'm going to go and chase after that dog and 30 is going to get me.
1: Gotcha. Does so that make sense? right now we're in the scene where people are trying to convince you not to go after the dog.
0: No, but no one's stopping the next me. Thing- no one's stopping me. I'm not it's anyone's inevitable. girlfriend in this movie. Like, I'm just I'm like the I, I, I honestly am either the lesbian or the like super aggressive female character where no one really wants to hang out with me. I might be stoned all the time. I don't know.
1: Still in the movie?
0: Yeah, I live in Texas now, not Seattle.
1: <laughs> if you if you were gonna give give yourself like one Tangible thing to do differently to be more the writer you want to be, not a real writer, because we are real writers. That's what this podcast should be called. We're
0: real writers. <laughs> That's should be the title of this podcast. We're real writers, but in the whiniest voice possible. So, right? can you, when you do the audio f- file of this, can you just do the? We're real we writers. Dan. writers Dan. I want someone to band into me. <laughs>
1: If my phone ever had a ringtone, it would be that.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so a tangible goal to be feel like a more successful writer, not a real writer, because I am a real writer, as has been specified at length. I would say being able to finish a short story uh, and also obviously publish my website. Short story publishing we are repugnant and I would love to collaborate on like a script with you like that those would be things by the end of 2018 that I would feel like okay I'm good like obviously writing poems I love doing that but doing those things I was thinking recently about writing a piece about parenthood having worked with children for so long I'm finding myself in a situation where I feel often very much like a parent. It seems apparent that I would write a a brief piece at least about that. Because like I was a nanny for many years. I've been a teacher. I've done many different things. But I've had these roles as a non-biological parent for a majority of my adult life. And I kind of want to write a piece about that because I feel like that is not something that's discussed that often. And so I like
1: I like that. it, yeah. Because
0: I think there's like, there's so many things about how beautiful it is to be a mom or a dad and how beautiful it is to have a child that looks like you or acts like you or something like that. But what is it to like love a child unconditionally that isn't your own child? I'd read that. Not to say I'm amazing, but people have suggested it. Let's just edit everything I said in this podcast app. So, speaking of maternal, Dan, I miss your writing. I would love to hear something that you've been doing.
1: Sure. Um, well, since I've already done excerpts, one of which doesn't exist anymore, um, for uh, from the. Two scripts I've been working on the most. Uh, so I was thinking I would read excerpts from a comic script, but that is the most boring thing in the world to read because it's I like, would
0: love to read the visuals. And what you see here is a no. I'm not going to say anything to do with your. I was going to say something that actually might happen in one of your your comic books. You see here. I'm going to do something that's completely different. A girl. That is clearly becoming a zombie. And you see her hand. It's slowly decaying. Slowly decaying. And she says, ooh, feels nice.
1: Yeah, it'd be like page one, panel one. Medium shot of a tire. Its hubcap is shiny. No one wants to hear that bullshit. So instead you'll hear this bullshit. This is a poem called Car Talk. Not about the radio show. Hmm. I wish I knew you. When I thought we were of a kind, I was wrong. There was a different time for you and I. We went to Costco and talked about Martin Freeman. (laughs) Passing glances and topics unspoken. Ammo for a verbal firefight. If we choose to talk about this, We risk a winter of discontent and a spring of mourning. Death Sentence Death Sentences do not reprieve. I'll outlive you. We won't stop fighting. I've been mourning for ten years. Let's go shopping for things we don't need.
0: What I would like is if you were dancing like Childish Gambino in his newest music video while you did that.
1: Well, um, what I would have liked was a stronger ending to that music video because it was perfect until the last 30 seconds. I'm like, that's it? That's how you're going to end this? Yeah. The oh, question
0: is, Dun Don Glover taking over the world?
1: Yeah. Wow. That is, that is something.
0: That is something. So I, I would, I would love you dancing to that, but in a Costco parking lot, sort of thrift shoppy, but a little edgier because it's Montana.
1: That sounds about right.
0: No, I love this poem. I've loved this poem. I love this poem also because I listened to Car Talk with my dad. Because my dad very different from your dad, but I, there's parts of it that felt so incredibly true. To, and i think most people who have sort of a not volatile but off and on dynamic with someone came in because i could see the waves behind you they're gone now good who was it who it's Austin.
1: i'm doing a banter right after this because i'm going to be in missoula for the weekend
0: oh i get you okay so um i'll stop So I feel like anyone who has any sort of relationship with their parent that isn't perfect can relate to this. There is a there's sort of a beauty in it. I think we've all been in this dynamic with our parents as we've become adults where you don't really know what to say. And and you just have to go and buy PubMix at Costco.
1: I mean, it's the, it's like, it's the realization that, uh, you look at, you I like look at my parents and I think if you were not my parents, would you want anything to do with me? Yeah. And it's just, uh, it's like slowly coming to terms with the fact that we all love each other, but we don't necessarily like each other and just being okay with that. Right. It's like we have a bond and a connection. And we have great aspects to that. And we have not great aspects to that. And it's- Welcome uh, to families. (laughs) Yeah.
0: No, I mean, I myself have found my, uh, I found myself in a situation where like, I've been on the phone with my dad and I said like, do you like me? Like I get, you love me, but do you like me? Because that is like a question you have to have for your parents when you kind of grow in a place that's apart. I mean, we're all like this tree and sometimes we're gnarly branches and sometimes we branch out evenly and sometimes certain branches look identical and sometimes you become a root and you don't even know how that happened. And that's life. And you kind of wonder what does the rest of this dynamic feel like?
1: You know, we all have our, our themes, like with that one story that we're trying to write over and over and over again, and they're all that sort of story. And I have written a lot of care I like to leave, to write characters who have like left something behind mm-hmm. and always have like baggage, but it's like baggage on a on a chain almost you're not actually carrying it yourself. It's just like shackled to you and it's just with you everywhere you go. It's not this thing you're actively holding on to or this obsession that you're culling through constantly. It's just like this looming even further off than a shadow. There's just, it's just like orbiting, orbiting sorrow. It's just mm-hmm. these tiny peripheral satellites that have these long elliptical axes and they're just going, sometimes they're way far away and sometimes they're right there next to you, but they're just, you know, the orbit might be decaying. Maybe eventually it'll just fall out of the sky, but there is a, there's just a, a, a moon of crushing desperation that just comes and goes. It waxes and wanes and it's this sort of, Pressing as fuck dance with trauma and hurt and all the bullshit stuff that you cry yourself to sleep about. But I don't know. It's the it's the kind of thing where, uh, to keep with this terrible analogy, I guess I have a telescope now. I guess I know what I'm looking at. I guess I understand what's happening a little better. And that gives me some predictability of how I'm going to respond to it. So...
0: Well, guys, you know, this is the joy of writing. You get you get to look at the dysfunction of your life and see it, see it in that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you do.
0: So, you know, if you haven't decided to be a writer after listening to a certain number of our podcasts, if this didn't sell it for you, it should have. Then fuck you. <laughs> yeah, then fuck you. Why are you listening to this? This is brilliant shit.
1: Well, I'm I would like. Feeling a lot of
0: feelings right now. <laughs> uh,
1: I I would like to to sneak in my recommendation to you since you had your recommendation to me earlier. Tell me. Oh, that was that was so creepy. <laughs> I'm trying to be creepy. That was just profoundly creepy. Um, I do. Is creepy. <laughs> Ooh. Um, I would like to recommend to you the podcast, whether you've listened to it or not. Alice isn't dead. I have probably recommended this in the past, but they're in the midst of their third and final season. I do not and think you have,
0: and I'm in, I'm very curious.
1: Uh, Alice isn't oh. dead is a uh, fiction podcast. It's like an it's a narrative story told from the perspective of a woman searching for her wife. Um and she's talking into her C B radio as she combs across the country looking for Alice. I like
0: that very much. And I it's... hit my foot really hard and I'm trying
1: not to tear up. I was gonna say, Adair, it's just a podcast. You don't have to it's <gasps> no, not a just... real story. It didn't really happen. It's okay. Just hit my foot um, really hard. The episodes are short, like half hour long. There's ten per season and they're great. Well, I'm going to go on a
0: plane tomorrow night, so maybe I'll watch that. Listen to that. I'm going to go on a plane tomorrow night, so maybe I'll listen to it.
1: (sighs) Well, just as long as you can carve out some time on the plane to get some writing done.
0: I promise that this will not happen ever again. This energy level will never. Happen. I kind
1: of love it because it's 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 like crashing on a, like waves crashing. I'm so tired,
0: but I'm I'm happy that I see you. But I'm so tired. You need to go and podcast more. Probably. So
1: a dare. Promise me you'll keep you, writing.
0: Down. I will keep writing so long as you keep wearing that shirt.